1: Question
2: of the Week from the Naked Scientists
1: Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll This week I did actually sprain my ankle and if my foot had been any more purple there would have been a trip to the x-ray department
0: Hello, my name's Steve from Little Walden and my question is how much radiation are you exposed to during a medical x-ray? How does that compare to the dosage
2: levels radiation workers are allowed to receive?
1: So, how much sapping do these medical scans do?
2: Hi, I'm Phil Clark from the Particle Physics Group in Edinburgh University. And first of all, when you're discussing radiation doses, it often gets quite complex due to the different ways to measure radiation. And there's often an abundance of different units like REMS, Grays, sieverts, Runkens, Becquerels, Curies, and so on. So, that can confuse things somewhat. So, the important unit of measurement is what's known as a Gray, and that's a unit of absorbed dose. And it corresponds to one joule of energy absorbed by a kilogram of material. Now, different types of radiation, like alpha, beta, and gamma in the case, result in different biological effects. So what you do is you have to take the gray number and multiply it by what's often called a Q factor. And an example would be for x-rays and electrons. The Q value would be one. So if you multiply those two together, you get what's known as a dose equivalent. And the scientific measurement for that is a sievert. And one sievert is actually quite a large value, so you typically measure in millisieverts, so thousands of sieverts. Now, a typical sort of standard chest X-ray produces about 0.1 millisievert, and the doses that are recommended for people working at CERN or the maximum dose is about six millisieverts. And if you're a radiation worker, it's got to 20. Or if you're an airline staff member, the usual amount is about five millisieverts. So the amount of radiation you get from an X-ray is actually quite small.
1: That's the physics of X-ray doses. But what about the different types of X-ray scans?
3: My name's Stuart Yates and I'm a radiation protection advisor working at Adam Rooks Hospital. Well, you get a very wide range of different x-rays giving different amounts of radiation dose, but taking a typical example chest x-ray is very common that lots of people might be referred to by their GP or hospital doctor. And a typical chest x-ray gives you about the same amount of radiation dose as you'd get in three or four days from natural sources of radiation in the environment and also natural radioactivity in food that we eat. For example, Brazil nuts contain radium, and so they're slightly radioactive. And so typically a chest x-ray is about the same as eating three or four bags of Brazil nuts in terms of radiation dose. CT scans do give you more radiation dose, so you're equivalent perhaps to a few years of natural radiation radiation. But then the benefit is also that much greater because you'll, you'll get the doctors will get that much more information. And so one of the key things in, in all X-rays is that you will only get that X-ray if the benefit outweighs the risk. Because radiation comes naturally from cosmic rays from outer space, we're actually quite well protected at ground level from that radiation because of absorption in the atmosphere. But when we fly, we're less protected because we're higher up in the atmosphere. And so typically you'd get... The same amount of radiation dose from a chest X-ray as you would from, say, a return flight to Southern Europe.
1: So a simple chest X-ray will give you 0.1 millisieverts. That's the 60th of the dose limit for someone at CERN. However, a CT scan can give you up to 20 millisieverts of radiation, which is four years' worth of background radiation. That's unless you live in some parts of Cornwall, where it's two years' worth because the rocks there emit lots of lovely radioactive radon. And from radioactive sources, next week we'll we'll be talking about some mutant fruit.
3: Hi, my name is Gary Staub, and my question is, how do farmers plant seedless fruit crops?
2: Thanks so much.
1: How does seedless fruit make baby seedless fruit? Help us to answer this question of the week by emailing chris at thenakedscientist.com or by writing on the forum with thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum
2: question of the week is part of the naked scientists podcast and supported by the epsrc the Wellcome trust and uk fast look us up online at nakedscientists.com
0: thinking about your next career move in research and development then it's time to make your move to the uk